I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I just found out that this Saturday is National Condom Day, sponsored by the Trojan Condom Company, which I think is an interesting name for the condom company, Trojan. Reminds me of the famous Trojan horse, which managed to sneak into a closed-up castle. That Trojan horse made it possible for a whole bunch of guys to have a very sexy time. National Condom Day this Saturday. Try to get a picture of this in your mind. It's a national day of celebration, okay? Now, that means there's going to be parades. And in those parades, there will be floats. Now, what what is that going to look like? National Condom Day. Unfortunately, lots of women will probably only fake celebrating National Condom Day. My Lady Wonder Wench says lots of women fake orgasms because lots of guys fake foreplay. (laughs) Possibly the most famous one-liner about orgasms is attributed to Milton Berle. He supposedly said, two guys are talking. One of them asks the other, do you and your wife have mutual climax? The other guy says, no, we have prudential. Bada boom. (laughs) It just... Calling that seventh day of the week Saturday is giving praise to a pagan god, by the way. As you know, pagans were pretty sexy. In fact, all of the days of the week are named after sexy pagan gods. Saturday is named for the god Saturn. I want to say Saturn was a pagan god of hula hoops with all those rings. (laughs) But I would not do that. Saturn was, or is, depending on how you look at it, is is the ancient pagan god of agriculture. Saturn, the god of agriculture. He's probably especially popular in singles bars, where lots of ancient pagan guys went looking for some happy harvests. Sunday is named for the famous sun god. Pagans believed he pulled the sun across the sky in a chariot. Sonny must have been an ancient hot god, pulling the sun across the sky day after day. Monday is in honor of the goddess of the moon, Moon Monday. Contrary to some beliefs, Moon Day is not a celebration of streakers. Streakers beware, your ends are in sight. (laughs) Also, The experts tell us you should never moon a werewolf, because that could be dangerous. But, fortunately for me, I have known several ladies in my life who are quite good at worshipping the goddess of the moon. Sometimes, several times a night, you know, and I liked hearing them worship the moon goddess in the middle of the night. Oh God, yes, yes, yes. Tuesday was named after the Norse god of war, whose name was Tu. It's a strange spelling of it, but that's how you said it, Tu. He loved to rescue maidens in distress. Tu was the son of Woden. Woden was the supremely sexy pagan god after whom Wednesday is named. 
And as you know, Wednesday is now known as Hump Day. I am not touching that. Wednesday's sexy pagan god was Woden. Thursday is named after Thor, the god of thunder and lightning. Thor was very famous for dropping in on pretty earth ladies and having his way with them. It is said that one night he dropped in on a very pretty earth lady and he had his way. And he had his way. And he had his way. It was a very long, enthusiastic way that Thor had with her. And the next day she heard his voice thundering down from heaven, saying, I am Thor. Supposedly she said, You are Thor? I am Tho Thor. I can hardly fit down. <laughs> you you ladies will understand that, I guess, perhaps better than the guys will understand. Friday is named for Odin's wife, Frigga. Frigga is the goddess of love and beauty, which sounds like a freaking good way to start a weekend to me. Lots of love and beauty running around. Some religious people today say sex is dirty, filthy activity, so you should only do it with someone you truly love. <laughs> but the pagans felt differently about it. Woody Allen, the famous funny pagan, says sex is only filthy and dirty when it's done right. Some people say having sex before marriage is wrong. I say sex before marriage is only wrong if it makes you late for the ceremony. Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that your lady is always complaining about out the other ear and you can finally stop taking those little blue pills and you can get some sleep when you go to bed. You've probably used the expression, I'll get it done if all goes well, and the creeks don't rise. Famous expression. But you may not know that the creeks in that statement refers to the Native American tribe, the Creeks, not a small river. But please be careful about using that expression, especially in an email, because I imagine that the way today's computers work together, the male Creeks don't rise for their ladies. In no time, they will be getting all kinds of annoying ads from the folks at Viagra. If the answer is they toast the bride and the groom, what is the question? If the answer is they toast the bride and the groom, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet. I'll tell you in a minute. The answer is they toast the bride and groom. What is the question? Looks like there's a Hall of Fame for just about everything now. I'm even in a couple of them. There is a Hall of Fame for swimming, and surprisingly, one of the more famous members of the Swimming Hall of Fame is Ben Franklin. No kidding. This is what Ben Franklin said about swimming in the Thames River in 1726. Ben Franklin said, I stripped and I leaped into the river and swam from near Chelsea to Blackfriars, which is three and a half miles. Way to go, Ben. But ironically, there's also a kite-flying Hall of Fame, and I just checked it out, and Ben Franklin is not listed in the kite-flying Hall of Fame. I think that's shocking. Conspiracy theorists believe there is a death camp hidden under Denver International Airport. I don't know about a death camp, but Denver International Airport 
is at more than 5,000 feet above sea level, so I suppose it would be one of the more convenient landing places for those UFOs from outer space that those conspiracy theory guys are always seeing. The U.S. Constitution is written on parchment. Parchment is animal skin, usually goat skin. So I guess you could say the guys in Congress who are always messing around with the Constitution are, are just trying to get our goat. <laughs> well, I might say that, but you, of course, would not stoop to saying anything that low, would you? If the answer is they toast the bride and groom, the question is, what do cannibals do at a wedding? They toast the bride and groom. I, they probably figure when the toasting is done, the groom will just... Pop up without any help from those little blue pills that he has just stopped taking, and he can finally go to bed and get a good night's sleep on his wedding night. Right. Dick's Details, they take your mind off your mind. A little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com, or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, from Amazon.com, shameless plug. Would you please tell a couple of friends, because they might like them too. And, of course, you'd be doing me a favor, so thank you very much. Gotta admit, some guys are kind of cruel when they're using a condom. A lot of times they'll text message their girlfriends or wives and tell them all about it, you know? There are three famous words that men hate to hear while using a condom. Men hate to hear a woman say, are you done? There are also three famous words that women don't like hearing while a condom is being used on them. Those three famous words are, honey, I'm home. <laughs> the National Condom Association has a slogan. The National Condom Association slogan is, celibacy leaves a lot to be desired. It's a story about that in my Night Connections 2 spoken word CD. It's called Just Enough. You live by yourself in this little room, but you're never alone. It was in this room that you first made love. You were a virgin at the age of 27. You had plenty of opportunities. A rancher who wanted to give you the side of a mountain with a herd of sheep and your own horse. A disc jockey who offered mostly a lot of bologna, or in his case, Polish sausage. A sales manager who swore that he'd leave his wife for you. You'd gotten used to being called frigid and an old maid. It hurt. But you weren't going to have sex until you were ready to make love. He was a pilot. You were working the all-night shift at the airport. It was late and cold and windy and the ceilings were low. Bad night for pilots. When he called for fuel on the radio, something in his voice reached all of the way inside you. It was a shock. Like when you suddenly meet someone you thought you'd never see again. When he walked into the office, he was tired, unshaven and tense. But he gave you a smile that took your breath away. And he headed straight for the telephone. He was checking the weather. He wasn't particularly handsome, but he had a strong, comfortable way of moving. He was flying canceled checks. There was just too much weather for his single-engine airplane, so he had to stay over for the night. You didn't believe your own hearing. 
when your voice invited him to use your apartment. It was right across the street from the airport. You were working all night anyway. He did. And you found him sprawled deeply asleep, fully clothed on your bed when you got home. So you made him some breakfast. And then you made love. It was just so damn natural. It was right. It was time. It was good. He left an hour later. He didn't make it. They found the wreckage of the plane about a half mile from the runway. You gave him something no other man ever had. He left you his smile and the sound of his voice in the corners and the shadows of this room. Some nights about this time, like tonight, your body aches for his touch again. But what he left is just enough. might tell you. Story is called Just Enough. It's from my Night Connections 2 spoken word story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, just send me an email. My address is dick at dicksummer.com, and I'll send you a free, no-strings-attached download, just because I'm glad you like it, you know? My email is dick at dicksummer.com. This Saturday is National Condom Day. Get a, get a, get a picture of this, you know? It's, it's time to clear up some misconceptions, so to speak, because a misconception can bring on lots of problems, many of which always oh, seem to need a diaper changed. Here's one. During sex, lots of guys fantasize that their lady isn't fantasizing. I think if Brad Pitt only knew, he would be exhausted. A girl told me once that she wouldn't have sex with me if I were the last person on earth. I had to point out to her if I were the last person on earth, she wouldn't be here to have sex with me. (laughs) In my Brooklyn neighborhood, safe sex meant the girl had a padded headboard. Her parents wouldn't be home for a couple of hours, and the dog was locked in another room. (laughs) I am really looking forward to seeing the floats in Saturday's Condom Day Parade. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place. 
to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.